Goff's three minutes. Your story. Cause knowledge is. Have you ever wondered about the origins of some of your clothing? Apparently I did the other day because I started looking up how t-shirts came about to see if it was enough for a podcast. To be straight up with you, I have a lot of ideas that I can either not find enough information about to fill an episode, or it's just way too boring and mundane to bother you with. That being said, if you ever have a request, hit me up. We'll see what we can do. So t-shirts. Ever since Adam and Eve donned the fig leaves, we've obsessed over clothing. In many cases, you can tell what culture or even time period a person is living in by the clothing they're wearing. When it comes to t-shirts, they're relatively quite young. T-shirts are the de facto shirt in America today. Everybody listening to this has too many, once more, and is probably wearing one right now. And we all have that favorite t-shirt. Even if you have another form of shirt on, chances are there's a t-shirt underneath. They are that ingrained in our culture. T-shirts get their start sometime in the late 1800s. Men would wear a connected set of long johns under their clothes. Think like a giant thermal onesie. Laborers working in the heat decided to cut them in half to cool down some in the summer months, and a rudimentary form of t-shirt was made. In the following decades, this new option caught on, and our first known advertisement for a, quote, bachelor's undershirt was featured in 1904 in the Cooper Underwear Company magazine. The lack of buttons and stretchy fabric allowing someone to pull it over their head and snap back into place was enticing to men everywhere. Though since it still looked like underwear, it was considered indecent to wear it out in public. Then in 1913, US Navy began issuing the white cotton undershirt for sailors to wear under their uniform. At some point during our time in the World War, sailors working in the underbelly of the ships were out digging foxholes in the field, stripped down to just their undershirt, and by the time World War II was over, it was not uncommon to see veterans going about their day sporting a tucked-in crew-neck shirt. By the late 1940s, high school boys were wearing white cotton t-shirts to school and even began customizing them with patches. F. Scott Fitzgerald actually gave the t-shirt its name in his 1920 book, This Side of Paradise, in a list of items a character packs to take with him to boarding school. I would guess he is referring to the shape of the t-shirt when laid out it kind of looks like a T. Then in 1950 the plain white tee caught fire. Marlon Brando and James Dean wore plain white crew neck t-shirts in A Streetcar Named Desire and Rebel Without a Cause respectively. And if Brando and Dean wore them, everybody wore them. And just like that, the simple white cotton tee blew up. There was still a rebellious undertone as these t-shirts were considered undergarments, which made teenagers love them even more. Up to this point, t-shirts were simple, plain, and white. That was it. The screen printed graphic phase was yet to catch on. Interestingly enough, one of the first t-shirts with graphics I could find came from Republican Thomas E. Dewey's presidential campaign when he printed his slogan, do it with Dewey on the front of t-shirts he handed out. He lost the presidency. You can now, however, find his t-shirt on display at the Smithsonian. So, it's kind of a win. The 60s saw improvements in screen printing, but printed t-shirts really took off in the 1970s, thanks in part to rock and roll and the protest movement. 
between the popularity of bands and their logos being printed on everything to protesters using them to make statements, printed t-shirts became a blank canvas to spread whatever message you wanted people to hear. You can tell a lot about a person based on what they are wearing and the ability to put whatever you wanted people to think about you on the front of your shirt allowed for you to dictate the statement that you wanted to make when people saw you. We've come a long way from cutting a pair of long john underwear in half and today t-shirts come in a variety of fabrics and are more comfortable than ever. My personal favorite is the tri-blend, cotton, polyester, and rayon. It's like wearing a cloud. Check it out if you haven't. You're welcome. Class dismissed. This podcast written, produced, and narrated by Isaac Goff in wild, wonderful Ward County, West Virginia. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.